Welcome back to the Field Trip Podcast. My name is Brent Terhune. Thanks for being here. Quick plug for some upcoming shows because I'm I'm hitting the road and I'm going to be wearing a mask and vaccinated. And I, uh, I want you to be doing the same. If you're not those things, then keep your face out of my face. But coming up, uh, Bloomington, Indiana, Binghamton, New York, Louisville, Kentucky, Philadelphia. That's how I say that. Philadelphia, born and raised. Uh, Fort Wayne, Indiana, uh, the big mecca of Fort Wayne, also Kansas City, Kansas. So all those at my website, brentcomedy.com. But waiting in the wings, making his triumphant return. Yes. Two or three episodes, Gavin Eddings. Yeah. Hey, what's going on? And I just want to, I don't want to call you out, but you are not born and raised in Philadelphia. You are not the Fresh Prince. I know you want to be, but you are not. That's my favorite uh, pastime is to meet strangers and to say as much of the Fresh Prince theme song as I can <laughs> before they say, wait a minute. <laughs> You're like, hey, so I was shooting some b-ball after school. And they're like, oh, were you? Yeah. Were you? You're, you're in your 30s. Like, <laughs> I mean, not my school, but school was out. <laughs> hey. It's, like, it's for my GED classes. We, we got out early, so we started to shoot some hoops. It's the, uh, the physical education credit. I just have to go. <laughs> getting a pickup basketball game. I, one time I, I was in this pickup basketball game and I've never been good at basketball, but it was like a park by my grandma's house. So I went there and they're, they're like had five people. So, Oh, that kid is sixth. We'll get him <laughs> in. And then my, my team was talking trash about me, but not to <laughs> me, but around me, they'd be like, I wish somebody would play defense. <laughs> And I was like, I think they're talking about me. I don't know. I'm just, I'm not good. This is your fault for including me. <laughs> you should have just told me to go away and I would have <laughs> yeah. gone away. We'll just play three on two. That'll be the <laughs> same or better. Uh, but Gavin, you're joining me on this episode as we, I don't, I, I think it's too early to do a revisit, but we'll do a sequel or even a yes. reboot. You know what? I want to do a prequel to Let's our do a prequel. Where we where we talk about how houses first were built back in the old eighteen hundreds, <laughs> the gritty prequel, and you we paint we we give you way too much information and water down the series. But before we, really, we talk about cribs, let, let's talk about you. Plug uh, where, where you want people to go. Okay, go check out Gavin Loves Horror on YouTube. I just put up a new video where I react to the uh, Venom Let There Be Carnage trailer, which looks like a movie that is coming out. And then got some fun stuff on there. Brent stopped by a few um, a probably few months almost ago. a year ago by now. Almost a year ago. Yeah. I, I like saying that, but pandemic time does not count. So it's like last week, Brent was here. It's yeah. like we do stand up. It's like I was recently at the mall. You weren't at the mall. <laughs> Today I was walking down the street. Oh, come on. We know you weren't walking. First <laughs> yeah, off, you were on a Segway. I saw you. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you can go to Gavin Loves Horror. You, you can check out a video I did with Brent on Redneck Horror. That was a lot of fun. You can also follow me on Twitter and Facebook at Gavin Eddings. And if you want to follow the horror stuff, just Gavin Loves Horror. Uh, you can find it on Instagram and Twitter as well. Yeah, the, I like your reviews and your your commentary on stuff. But I also love to look at your background and your videos. Oh, thanks. Because it's your background now. But I love, you know, to see what I want to see how people are living. You, you got yeah. a, a Funko Pop collection. You got your Halloween yeah. poster, which I can appreciate. Record yeah. player all that stuff. Yeah. I got my NECA figures behind me there. So yeah, there you go. Uh, so this is like my crib. This is my virtual crib that, that, that you're looking at right now. 
and eventually you're going to tell me I got to get the hell up out of here. You got to listen. I showed you all my stuff. I showed you my couch. I showed you in my refrigerator, but now you got to get out of here because I got to, I don't know, smoke. I got to clap cheeks where the magic <laughs> happens. <laughs> I got to smoke a doobie guy. I got to smoke a blunt and I ride off on a motorcycle that I do not own. Don't make me rev up this Bugatti. <laughs> So I'm glad we revisited this because you texted me. You're like, let's do more cribs. And I go, yeah, let, let, let's do more cribs because <laughs> it's such a show that I didn't realize how was, and we talked about it last time. It's so ingrained in my psyche of mm-hmm. how much I love it and how many of these I just remember watching and being like, I couldn't live like that. What is, th- it's too many rooms. I don't know how they keep anything clean. Too many rooms, too many cars. Also, nobody's house has ever been that clean. Yeah. Or... So I just love all the all the like uh, cliches they do, like get, get the hell up out of here. Mm-hmm. You got magic happens. Uh, you don't got the Scarface. So good. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I I really would. If I had the money, I would go back and restore these in 4K and put a Scarface poster in everybody's <laughs> crib. <laughs> Just go in and digitally add it. Like yeah. everybody's got the listen. I got the laser disc of the Scarface, which uh, Stephanie, my girlfriend, actually wanted to watch for the first time the other night. So, so to get ready for this episode, I watched Scarface, and it does hold up. So now I know why everybody has it in their collection. Man, it's such a good movie. And then when you watch Scarface, and then Grand Theft Auto makes all the sense in the world. Yeah, you're like Vice City. This is Scarface. You're playing Scarface. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I I never really played GTA, and then over the the pandemic, I played the fifth one twice. Okay, and then I'm like, I'm rewatching every mafia thing ever, and being like, oh yeah, this all makes sense. And not that it didn't make sense before, but mm-hmm. it was like this is a very GTA thing, and yeah. I'm saying that about a movie that's 30 years old. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, you know, I wonder if the Sopranos influenced Scarface. And you're like, no, you know, the Sopranos came out like 20 years after it, right? Yeah, no, no, it didn't. Uh, <laughs> I'm just waiting on the Sopranos to have some uh, some downloadable content, some <laughs> stuff, an expansion. Yeah. Well, they have that, uh, so, uh, the Saints of Newark coming out eventually. That's true. And that was actually, I was actually joking, but I forgot that was coming out. Yeah. So, so we, James Gandolfini's son is playing young Tony. Yeah, which I'm excited about. Tony. Because we both love The Sopranos, so I need some more in my life because it's a great That's show. That's true. And, uh, you, you know, you can watch The Wire. It's just not the same. Yeah. The, the Sopranos, I love The Wire, but The Sopranos is far superior to The Wire, in my opinion. But I will I will say I think The Wire is pretty close. Yes. But the, you can compare the shows, but also not at the same time. Mm-hmm. They're just good, like, crime dramas. Yeah, there were a few Cribs episodes where, where people were like, got the Sopranos first season on VHS. And I was like, okay, that's when you know you're balling. When, when you bought the, the VHS where it's like three episodes per tape, you oh, had to yeah. have like a set of like six tapes to get through all of them. I remember my friend Casey, he would always get those Dragon Ball Z VHS <laughs> things. Oh, yeah. And it was three episodes and, you know, and it's a 22 minute episode. Two minutes of that is credits. And then five minutes of somebody screaming to get the power <laughs> level up. And those tapes are like $20 a piece. So you're paying $20 for an hour of content. Yeah. Which, uh, but if you got it before, like they aired on uh, Toonami, you were like the shit in school. Be like, I got that Boo Saga already. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, each, and, each, 
you know you had money when you had the box set but it was the vhs box set oh yeah that's when you know because it was just it took up so much room but you didn't care yeah but you had to have all the tapes because then the outside of the boxes made one big picture (laughs) all you needed was like 400 tapes and then then you had had the collection nine bookshelves and 400 tapes it was great that's what I want to see on an episode of Cribs. I have yeah, yet to see an episode of Cribs where somebody's like, yo, ball with all my VHS of Dragon Ball Z. Be like, love my anime. Yeah. Well, I'm sure if they did that now, you know certain people, they'd have uh, Pokemon and uh, Dragon Ball Z. And uh, I'm not a huge anime guy, so they, they would be like saying things that I have no idea what that is. <laughs> be like, you ain't about, about that Naruto? Man, you ain't a baller then. Get out the house. I guess I'm not a baller. I'll take my <laughs> Scarface mass-produced poster and leave. <laughs> well, let's jump into it then. Uh, the first Cribs episode, I guess we'll say we're going to do uh, Red Man, Pam Anderson, and Chris Angel. Yeah, everybody uh, everybody that, we, that listened to our last episode was like, you got to do Red Man. Because his is like legendary for all the wrong reasons. And yeah. I hadn't... I had seen it, but I had blocked it from my mind. So going back and rewatching, I was like, "What? They? He knew people were coming. Like, what did? <laughs> like, why did he not clean up anything of his crib?" Well, and I I watched an interview after watching this uh, Redman crib, and I call him Redman, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like I'm a rich white lady. I, excuse me, Redman. Um, but he was like. Yeah, they wanted me to rent a mansion, and they also said, you know, they were going to show up later, so maybe 3 o'clock, and they showed up at 8 a.m. So (laughs) the beginning of the episode is literally him in a bed without a mattress. I remember those scumbag days of me being in my 20s, from teenager to mid-20s, laying on just the bare mattress, and then you look back and you're like, oh, gross. Yeah, I had like a futon, like a, like a futon mattress on the floor. Mm-hmm. And it's like, how did, no wonder I wasn't getting laid ever because nobody wants to come back and, and sit on the thinnest piece of comfort of all time. Yeah, yeah. Our, I, I remember we took out uh, my roommate, Phil. We got, we finally got rid of the futon and we got, uh, we took the frame out to the dumpster and this guy was like, are you guys getting rid of that frame? And we're like, yeah. He, it turns out he was like one of those junk guys. Oh, yeah. Junk man. So he's like, <laughs> you, you fellas want to help me get this uh, futon uh, frame back in the, in the back of my truck? And he's like, you you guys don't even know how how, how much you made my night. I'm, I might even sleep on this motherfucker tonight. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm not even like swearing for exaggeration. I'm swearing because that's what this man said. <laughs> You're like, hey, man, I'm glad we could help you with this futon frame. <laughs> yeah, whenever there's like heavy trash today, there's just there's just tons of trucks going around town picking up all your shitty old pissed on like mattresses and couches. Like there's some gold in there. Yeah, there's gold. In, there's golden <laughs> bed bugs in that mattress. <laughs> so what, I think I definitely think that there there was bed, bed bugs in Redmond's house. Well, uh, and even on the interview, he's like, I, I'm a man. What did he say? He's like, I'm not. I'm not trashy. I'm just junky. <laughs> because his episode of Cribs had more in common with an episode of Hoarders. Like it was the best episode of Hoarders I've ever seen. Yeah, it was. It was, and you know, to you and me both, the most relatable episode as far as 
what we'd be able to afford yes. was a two bedroom. Uh, I get I said two bath uh, uh, apartment in uh, Staten, Staten Island. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've we we've couch surfed before doing comedy. Like we've stayed at Redmond's house, like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Redman's house. Like yeah, I and sometimes with- that's the comedy condo with the big tube TV. <laughs> like I've stayed with our good friend Tyson Cox. I've stayed at Redman's house. Okay, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah, and Tyson uh, was on a previous episode, so go back and listen to his dirtbag ass. But no, just, hey, Tyson, love you. Uh, But just, again, sleeping on a bed with no sheets, it reminded me of Carl from Aqua Teen Hunger Force. (laughs) Like if he always slept on a... (laughs) (laughs) No blankets, just laying flat on the bed. Um, I did love that he was trying to front like, yo, I got video games here and he has the tiniest TV and like the Dreamcast just on the floor. Yeah, the Dreamcast and the 64, both. Yeah, and just now I was watching it like, you got to get those off the floor. Those are worth money now. Like, pick (laughs) it up. And uh, that little monitor screen, they did a follow-up episode to his Cribs episode. Literally, it was like 15 or 20 years later. And mm-hmm. he still had that little screen. He's like, y'all remember the little screen? And he's like, it's this <laughs> one right here. He had that. And then he, he remodeled the whole apartment. And he was like, uh, we, you know, we redid the bathroom. And I'm not sure if it was the same shower curtain or not. And they edited it to where it, it showed that he had the same shower curtain for like 15 years. That can't be, that can't be <laughs> hygienic. That cannot be good. No. And just going through his house, like there was just shit everywhere. And like, he's like, I got my music studio, which is just a room, just, <laughs> which is just a second bedroom with some instruments in it. This was not Snoop Dogg studio. This was not, this was like, oh, there's a, there's a Casio keyboard and some DJ equipment in this second bedroom. Yeah, there was a turntable and two keyboards. And he's like, this is the money room right here. <laughs> and it, like, he didn't even have it against the walls. It was just in the middle of the room. Like, <laughs> like it, you walk in, just trip over everything. <laughs> but again, I mean... I mean, he. I guess he's making hits in in that apartment. I, yeah, I guess. yeah, he has like a gold record just like leaned up against the wall. <laughs> like, hang it up, Red Man. Yeah. What are you doing? Uh, big TV, and I think it was in the the living room. The big tube TV, the kind that would kill you if it fell on you. Like it, it was killed the, Stu and Scream. I know. I was about to say it was the kid, <laughs> the guy that got killed in Scream, and then later. <laughs> I got his uh, part of his movie collection. I paused it, and he had Scream Three, so yeah. he may uh, <laughs> he may have wanted to kill somebody. His cousin that was asleep on the floor. Speaking of VHSs, he just had VHS pornography everywhere. Like it was just it was just mixed in with like the regular movies. Like too many to hide. It, <laughs> it wasn't like oh I left this out and I you shouldn't have seen it. It was like no this is kind of on display. <laughs> it was on the shelf. It wasn't like in a box under his floor under his, his non mattress that he has. Yeah. It, but it was just like yeah I got, got some dirty movies. Like okay like that's good. good and it good reminded me of when I would find either like my brother's or dad's porn back in the day of the VHS and it wasn't just the tape but it was the box like as big as those Disney clamshells <laughs> where it was like, this was brand new. This is not like some kid sold it to me and sold it to, and then I sold it to somebody else. This was like in the box. You know, if you have an original Schindler's fist in the clamshell, it might be worth millions. 
I some of these are prop. There's probably a market for this. Oh, vintage pornography. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> People are like, yo, back in the day, back when they used high art to film yeah. their smut. Yeah, back when they had the uh, just the generic soundtrack in the background <laughs> to cle- just uh, to uh, cheeks clapping, <laughs> <laughs> which is just Red Man playing a saxophone in his home studio for the pornography. And you hear the buttons of the Dreamcast controller. <laughs> that was that was a big deal though. Having a Dreamcast back then, because that had to be like at least like the year nineteen ninety nine or two thousand when that came out. So the, the so like PlayStation two wasn't out yet. So it's like this man waited fourteen years to do a follow up. Still has the same TV. Still has the same shower curtain. Still living in the same apartment in Staten Island. But it was—I don't know if you got to, got a chance. It was like a literally two-minute follow-up. But everything is so much nicer. It was He's, nicer. He's yeah, got like nice cabinets now. He did move his money for, on the refrigerator from the money box to a money sock. <laughs> but it, but at least it's in like a cupboard, so that's fancy. Yeah, it was it was really odd, but also like I had a new respect for him that. Obviously, this is a real place that he owns. He might own a different house or whatever, but it was also like he remodeled it and it looks super nice, but I'm also like, you didn't change. You're like still the same dude. You're still (laughs) Jenny from the block, you know, like living in that same place, but it's much nicer now. Yeah, like the the kitchen looked nicer, the bathroom looked nicer. I did like when he went downstairs, there was just a guy, sugar bear, sleeping on the floor. (laughs) And uh, I, I, of course, I looked at the comments um, of all the uh, the YouTube videos, and one of them said, "I'll never understand why Red had two couches and his cousin decided to sleep on the floor." <laughs> like, have you ever like laid on the floor for like two hours, like as an adult? It, it gets to be too much. Oh like, my it, god! It... Like, I don't know how I did it as a kid, but then you like somehow fall asleep on the floor, and you just wake up, and you're like. Oh my God, I just, I can't move. Yeah, it's not great. So to see just the sugar bear laying on his floor, like not watching TV, we don't know what time it was. Yeah. We, and they're like, nah, he knocked out. He, he don't even know you're here. Like, is yeah, he like, dead, Red Man? Is that he you dead? Check on him? Like, <laughs> I do. There's I at do. least Red Man and a camera guy and probably a producer just around talking. <laughs> While well, this man is dead. Like, hold a mirror up to his nose. At least. <laughs> I do like when he started like shilling out for, for the fucking frozen fish fillets. <laughs> He's like, yo, these right here, you gotta, you put them on three minutes on the George Foreman will change your life. Like yeah. of all the things you can sell me right now, like other people, like we'll see Chris Angel's just, just sheer extravagance later on, but you've got <laughs> red man trying to sell us fish fillets, frozen fish fillets. And you know, if that company was like, Hey, you want to do a commercial? He'd be like, hell yeah. yeah hell yeah. I do like Redman. I think his is the most relatable, even though he did just have stuff everywhere and it looked like he was hoarding everything. Yeah, he did like in his kitchen was just like, I got presents that I haven't given my God kids. Like <laughs> just, it, but it was like a pile of shit. And he's also like, but I know where all my stuff is. I'm like, I guess, sure. If you know, <laughs> it's in that pile over there. I just want to know which episode he was on like who else was on his episode that's what i want to know like because when they aired they usually aired three because yeah. you know you can't just have like red man and then like two other crappy places chris angel like <laughs> <laughs> it was like red man then chris angel <laughs> and then hulk hogan <laughs> huge cribs but again um, as as redman quoted my shit was junky i wasn't nasty 
He was like, I didn't have roaches and shit. I'm just <laughs> junky. I like that he and he's like, my screen door ain't here. Y'all got to get the hell out of here as he's yelling at us from his screen door that it, has no screen. It reminded me of how funny that movie was it how high with him, Method Man and Red Man. Mm-hmm. Like they're both funny. Like they're just yeah. funny guys. So at mm-hmm. least he's like, he's like able to make it uh, fun. And he was like, I got the walk in closet right here. And it was just a closet. Like, and he's, like, he's I like, walk I walk in. in and I walk out. <laughs> you know, he's got more money than all of us. Well, I did the I I typed in, you know, uh, Red Man uh, net net worth or whatever. And of course, you can always trust the Internet. But several sources told me he's worth $10 million. That sounds about right. Because you can do anything. Like if you make one rap album, you're, you, they just give you like $15 million. And that's what I've been trying to do my whole life, just <laughs> getting that one. Yeah, you, I mean, your albums are number one on iTunes when they come out, but do they have the staying power of the chronic? No, no, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> Any other thoughts on uh, Red Man? No, just I, I was just glad there was no roaches. That's all I was. I, uh, I was just happy. He seems very happy. I like how down to earth he was, and I really, really want to know like how the producers walked. They were like, "We have to film this shit." Yeah, we we have to. That editor was like, "I have to make this look good." Like, how much B roll of his plastic bags do we need to get? And the other, the other one was like, "I love how the editors of Crib still did the same fades and zooms like they do in <laughs> a dope ass mansion." <laughs> Oh, I will say the movies on his, uh, he had DVD, VHS, and CDs. He had Scream 3, Spaceballs, House Party 1 and 2, Three Amigos, uh, High School High, Blue Streak, and of course, the Big Box Porn. <laughs> big Box Porn. They basically think he got it at Big Lots. Just... <laughs> yeah. Just, uh, he, he's not into the indie stuff. He likes the blockbusters. <laughs> He's not an indie fan. He likes yeah. the he likes he likes to really experience a film. Production value. <laughs> uh, so we have next we have Pam Anderson, which I heard was going to be a really funny episode, and then we both watched it. We're kind of like this is pretty boring compared to what we've seen. Well, it's, uh, it was in Malibu, California, six bedrooms, five baths, uh, and an outdoor bath. And I agree with you. It was very boring, but it was also very nice. Like it was a little extravagant in certain parts, which we'll talk about, but it was also nice to be like, oh, she's pretty normal for not being normal. Like, yeah, you can't be on a Pam Anderson level and not be a little, you know, she's Pam Anderson. But also I'm like, oh, I can see my grandma having that vase, you know, (laughs) I thought her house. I didn't like it. I thought it was kind of ugly. Her her decorating mm-hmm. style was not my style. Not that I was expecting it to. I did notice how many times she kept referencing her Italian chandeliers. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, you have too many Italian chandeliers. It, and it was very much, you collect chandeliers, which is a very rich person thing <laughs> to collect. And she's like, I just go down to like the swap meet and pick up these chandeliers. Like what swap meets are you going to where you're buying these beautiful Italian crystal chandeliers? Yeah. And we know that's not a swap meet. That's at the high end antique mall. Yeah. There's not, not, that's not the flea market that you and I go to Gavin. No, like it's not like there's not a flea market where you go into and you buy high end chandeliers and like old spawn figures from the 1990s. Next to the guy with the case of just phone cases. (laughs) 
if you need to protect your iphone 5 in 2021 (laughs) that's your man listen i'd like to buy some assorted golf clubs that are not of the same set or size i would like some uh, assorted uh cardboard boxes on the floor of stuff that they bought from an amazon pallet store What my favorite part about going to a flea market is there's always, no matter what flea market you go to, there is always a NASCAR cardboard cutout of somebody. Tony Stewart, like, <laughs> he's a man. I love Jeff Gordon. I need a big stand of him in my house. <laughs> it's always that. And then like there's always like a dream catcher booth <laughs> with like those pictures that you would see on the wall at a Chinese restaurant where you turn the light on and then the light kind of like uh goes across the waterfall like it lights like it looks like the water's falling <laughs> i would love to see I, I would love to see what kind of shit pam anderson could find at those kind of be like i bought all these dream catchers and they only cost me 14 dollars. i had them restored <laughs> <laughs> i had them re-wickered <laughs> i was about to say she she has the wicker at the table are you a wicker fan <laughs> i did not expect to be asked that tonight um i'm not a huge wicker fan yeah we have some wicker furniture in our sunroom uh at our house um stephanie bought it before i moved in um mm. it is fine but i i don't need a lot of wicker in my life no i i've never i feel like that's like if they made triscuits into furniture <laughs> <laughs> i my favorite is when a, a a piece of wicker like will break off and stick out and you just end up cutting yourself every time you try to sit down for like the next 14 yeah, years I'm injured by wicker like <laughs> i can't get workman's comp for my wicker injury <laughs> um also i i just my my overall note for her house was like her house is very much like a real b&b <laughs> not an airbnb but a real like bed and breakfast before all the apps yeah, like like it was I, very much they you got a wash basin next to your bed <laughs> because the lady likes antiques. I would stay there and like Pam Anderson would like be making me breakfast in the morning and just like, <laughs> hey, Pammy. Hey, hey, did you sleep okay? How you doing? You want to go out to the beach? All right, you have fun now. Yeah. Are, are you coming out to the beach with me, Pam? Because that's how I remember you was from that show. <laughs> I remember you from that video that, that Red Man has. <laughs> It was the big box. <laughs> I was also thinking, like, I can't picture pretty much anybody that she's known for dating feeling comfortable in that house. <laughs> Can you picture Tommy Lee or Kid Rock in a grandma's B&B? <laughs> well, we, we couldn't find it on YouTube, but one of my favorite episodes is Tommy Lee's Cribs because mm-hmm. he has, like, just a couch room where there were just groupies strung out waiting to be, like, banged by him. <laughs> yeah. So I can't imagine him, like, being okay in that house and being yeah. like, I can't get hard while looking at this antique chandelier that you bought at a swap meet. Yeah, like, I can't. And I also, I don't want you sitting on my stuff, Kid Rock. <laughs> Yeah, Kid Rock uh, leaves like a slime trail, like a slug everywhere he goes. So it's he just was... like when you go to a smoker's house and everything is discolored. It's that. <laughs> that is... But Kid Rock. <laughs> Kid Rock is a walking cigarette. I don't know if you know this. <laughs> uh, I did. I don't want to be the kind of guy that is like really like regressive and be like, those boys need a more manly room. But her two sons had 
a very feminine style of room. Mm-hmm. Where I was like, are these walls pink? Are they are they sleeping in canopy beds? Well, at least like the every all the the linen and stuff was white, which is cool if you're an adult. But give these kids some sheets, like <laughs> cool sheet. Give Red Man some sheets first off. <laughs> just overall but then let's get some toy story sheets or whatever these kids are into but these and those and they she did show her sons uh outside playing on like their power wheels motorcycles Mm -hmm. which i assume they drove down the street because she's like hanging out with them for like a minute and then they she disappears (laughs) and i assume they just drove down the hill just that you know you never wherever the wind takes you you're on a hog (laughs) by the way i i would have i had a power wheels when i was a kid but it was like a second hand, like the battery didn't work. So mm-hmm. it was just like you scoot around. <laughs> I would have killed to have a working power wheels as a child. You would have slept in the, on those white linens if you got a cool power wheels. That's right. It probably would have, knowing Pam with her color scheme, it would have been a white power wheels. <laughs> <laughs> Not necessarily racist, but it just looks very clean. <laughs> yeah, I get it. No, I see what you're going there. It's an unfortunate line of products that, that we're currently launching, yeah. but, uh, yeah. but we're doing some focus testing right now. It's testing well with the ride of the country. It would be a white or have just a Confederate flag car. <laughs> and that's why General Kid, Lee. Is that why Kid Rock found her so attractive? Like, okay, I can get on this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I do I'm, like that. I do like that she had the outdoor bathtub where she just wanted a room for an outdoor bathtub. Mm hmm. And, and it's like she had neighbors in close proximity. So, and it's like you could do, you could rear window it and be like, Pam's taking a bath. <laughs> and she said, I don't care if they see me, which sounds like an invitation to be creepy. I don't like care at all, neighbor. Like she said it on cribs. She said it on cribs. Well, I Crib think she mom. wasn't she in Playboy maybe. And then she, I don't know if that was before or after. Yeah, she the, was in Playboy porn video. So at that point, like we've all seen it, we yeah. all know, and she and she was looking good. Good when this episode was done, and she still looks good t- today. But I was like, damn, she's the. I like that she's a mom in this episode, but she still has like her boobs just out there. <laughs> well, she did have the in her room. She said, uh, "This is this is an old fr- uh, French bed which I just recently broke." <laughs> I had to. I paused it and then put the closed captionings on just to make sure I knew that's what she said. And she's like, "I just broke this bed." So she's at least like, oh, my kids are in there watching poo, but I'm in here getting you railed. Know. Yeah, or maybe she's doing the railing. You know, who knows? I want to. I want to do some super sleuth and be like, who was she dating at the time? Who broke this bed? Who broke who- the bed? But then she had a nice beach view. I mean, overall, like, it, I think the house had a bunch of stuff in it, but I don't like. I don't. Again, I thought it was like it would have been a great. B and B. Yeah, it was it felt like a very it felt luxurious, but it also felt like a livable real house. Mm-hmm. It wasn't so extravagant like a Hulk Hogan where you're like, how do people live in this? It, it seemed quaint. Quaint's mm-hmm. a good word for it. And yeah, so I, I could definitely see her living it. I thought it'd be a little bit more extreme for her mm-hmm. just because of her, but she has some good taste. It's not it's it's, it's not my taste, but I could see how it could appeal. Like realistically. I'd be doing okay if I was living somewhere above Red Man, but less than Pam Pam Anderson. Just aim in that middle right there, and that's like a good sweet spot for success. 
like if I just could decorate my house with antique uh, Dreamcast controllers that I found, <laughs> I think that would be great. Oh, I love when my Dreamcast catches my dreams. I love it. <laughs> uh, any other thoughts on Pam Anderson? <clears throat> uh, she's hot. Uh, yeah, well. and, and I'd watch her bathe any day. Uh, and that's what gets me canceled. Even and though she was asking for it, she invited me. As my uncle would say, my uncle Clifford, uh, he would say I would walk a mile just to drink her bath water. <laughs> and her, I'd walk a mile just to drink her outdoor bath water. Outdoor. Just the grossest things men could say. <laughs> well, there's that girl that at Belle Delphine or whatever who sold her bath water to nerds for like $30 a cup. It wasn't she. A, she was a gamer, right? She, I don't know what she is. She's a hot girl on the internet. That is her occupation. What do you think these men do when they get the bath water in the mail? Because um, it's not like pant, like a woman, like, oh, I wore these panties doing something. And then you could have them, which again, if that's your thing, cool. But that is not my thing. I don't even, <laughs> I don't want to touch my underwear after I've been wearing it. And I don't want to touch my wife's underwear after she's been wearing it. Yes. Yeah, and I love up. my wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't understand. I've, I've never understood the, this fetish of like buying things that people had been in or wore. Mm-hmm. Like, I get it. It's hot. Maybe if you want to. Maybe if that that's your only access to that, like by all means, if you're not hurting anybody, you're doing it legally. Uh, you're you're not stealing them from somebody. But yeah, if you get somebody's bath water, do you a drink it, which is nasty. Mm-hmm. You can't really like, you can't like fuck water. Like you can't, <laughs> like you can't just like, oh yeah. Um, I don't know what they do with it. I guess they just have it. Do they sniff it? How do we know it was actually being used? Yeah, too many variables. Do you do you think they like sip sip on it like this is a good year for <laughs> bath this bombs? Was a good, this was a good bath. This was a good one. This I was a good tell- year for Pam Anderson's <laughs> bath water. <laughs> she really went to Ulta and got a really nice bath bomb. It was really good. This is coconut. Good good stuff. Coconut and cucumber <laughs> <laughs> on the rocks. Yeah, I don't know what people do with that, but there are people out there that that pay for it and making these girls millionaires. For selling something that they were literally going to flush down the drain until they saw the opportunity to make money on it. It's an NF. It's a liquid NFT. That's what that is. <laughs> I don't know what NFTs are. I somebody tried to explain it to me. Um, all I know is it sounds expensive and I cannot afford it. It's like buying a screenshot. Uh, and again, I don't <laughs> even know what it is, but I think that's what it is. <laughs> I get that confused with like NFC technology, and I was like, "Is this like a selling me a Nintendo Amiibo? Is that what? Is that?" <laughs> and what I'm like, like, "I'm more of an AFC kind of guy." So. <laughs> <laughs> go coats <laughs> chris angel chris angel the mind freak Twenty-two thousand uh, square foot <laughs> quote estate he called it an estate uh he That's also like a guy it. saying i live in a mansion he also named it. It's called Serenity. Uh, That's like called, like referencing your boat or your spaceship. <laughs> like, it's like, yeah, because like Serenity. Okay, first off, Serenity is a spaceship on Firefly. So get <laughs> out of here. You cannot name your house that. It has dibs. But just the entire thing is just Chris Angel. Like the biggest trick he could have done on this is just blow himself. Because that's all <laughs> he does for six minutes is like, this is... This is like an antique Jesus I have. He has too many crucifixes for a guy who might be a witch. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. Uh, you, 
I, five I, bedrooms, I, nine baths, Las <laughs> Vegas, by the way. Just wanted to yeah. Say. He has like a beautiful view of like the Las Vegas strip. It makes sense that he lives there or he lived there because he had so many shows going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't realize how much money you make as a magician uh, because yeah. it was an obscene amount of money. He has, we'll, we'll get to it, but he has so many cars. He has, his house goes on and on forever. He has a staff at his house that he makes wear uniforms. Uh, like, and introduced at the beginning. I so A lot of people in the comments were like, it's great that he introduced the staff, but it was also, I just had to pause it and laugh that he was like, here are they all lined up. And there's Eliza, Tom, Norma, Chef Ed, and Cindy. And they, <laughs> they all do something. It's like I was at an Applebee's and all the and the entire wait staff was coming out to sing me a birthday song. Here's Cody, like, <laughs> Kyle, <laughs> Kyler. Hey, it's your birthday. Happy, happy birthday. It's your birthday. Woo! Put the uh, sombrero on. I don't need to see all these people. Also, Chef Ed seems like the worst chef because he's like, I make you the same thing every day. Grilled chicken and rice. Four like, well, times sh- a day. <laughs> well, shit, I can do that, Chef Ed. Will Chris Angel hire me? I'll wear his logo on my chef uniform. I mean, if, if I'm hiring a chef, I, I, I'm a guy that can eat the same thing every day, and I can eat the meal that Chris Angel eats. But I'm also like, if I'm hiring a guy, give me something a little different. Make, <laughs> you know, make these uh, frozen fish things that Redman has, but I want them special. <laughs> Make them the most exquisite meal I've ever had, <laughs> Chef Ed. I just, yeah, his staff, we don't know what any of them do. Like, what? Except for he, Chef Ed. Chef Ed, who makes grilled chicken and rice every day. <laughs> I assume somebody trims the shrubs into dolphins. <laughs> I assume that's what's happening. Somebody cleans the pool. <laughs> One somebody of them's cle- a maid. I just like that they're all dressed like Chili's waiters. I like that they all have the uniforms, that they all have Chris Angel symbol. Like, it's a cult at that point. And Chris Angel's just walking through his house like, yeah, this is a antique wooden Christ I have. I from really Spain. like this. <laughs> from Spain. Then he has, like, this is a Salvador Dali painting of Christ. Also, that's my blood on the floor. Like, yeah. why? Because, you know, and to catch you up, if you're not going to watch the episode, he's got a bleeding, like, it's in the dining room. So if you're just eating the, your chicken and <laughs> rice, you're looking at this Jesus on the cross and he's bleeding, it drips <laughs> down, and then he cut his finger or whatever he did and put his real blood on the floor. And that's, he's specifically telling uh, Eliza to not clean up that blood on the floor. <laughs> It's my blood. No, leave it. It's part of the thing. It's part of the aesthetic. I really wish uh, at the beginning when he lined up the staff of this just would have turned into Clue. Like if all of a sudden he went stiff and fell over because there was a knife in his back. <laughs> that would be a good trick. He I really... made me cook the same thing every day, four times a day. <laughs> I went to I went to the best chef schools in the world. I trained in Paris <laughs> and he has me making grilled chicken and rice every day. <laughs> That's why I did it. <laughs> I did it in the I did it in the not theater room where we sometimes watch TV if we're too tired to go up to the theater room. Oh my god! And I, and, you know, my wife was in the room while I was watching this, and she bust out laughing during that line of like, "Here's here's the television room when we don't feel like watching it in the theater." <laughs> and I don't know if this guy, like, I think you know he's pretentious, but some of I don't think he's like. 
trying to do doing it. it on purpose. He just says these things, and I'm like, <laughs> he just has please so don't much... say this to poor people. <laughs> like... It's like Tracy. It's like Tracy Jordan and Thirty Rock when he when his stand up starts taking a dive mm-hmm. because he's too rich now he's like you ever notice how you ever be eating your lobster like nom 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 <laughs> and he's like, i'm not relatable anymore <laughs> it's very much that yeah i do like that, that he had a cat i think that was cool i was like this guy sucks but then he had a cat and i was like okay chris angel <laughs> okay you have one redeeming quality you like your cat you won me over um also, the the he has his own name on his desk in the office. <laughs> he he has like a Tony Montana Scarface chair. He didn't need to show off Scarface because he was Scarface. Yeah. And apparently, he he does a lot of Make a Wishes, which is cool. Like, yeah, that but, is cool. But he's no John Cena. I'll say that much. Yeah. But <clears throat> I uh, just wonder what is Chris Angel doing for a Make a Wish? Like, I don't want to say I, I don't want to seem crass here, but. If I have a make a wish for Chris Angel, I'm going to want him to cure my disease. Like, show me how good you really are, magician. Yeah. What's this behind your ear? <laughs> Not the cure. <laughs> but it is, Chef Ed. Would you like some chicken and rice? No, it's the same thing every day. <laughs> again, again, cool if he's doing all the make wishes, but what, I, what kid was like, I want to meet Chris Angel? There's there's probably like some thirsty nine year old who's like I just want to touch his abs. In <laughs> <laughs> uh, his fridge, uh, Gatorade, uh, uh, Perrier, Dr Pepper, Coke, Fiji water. That's how you know somebody they got Fiji water. Uh, Nesquik, YooHoo, Corona, and OJ. And it was like ten bottles of each of those things. <laughs> Nobody in this episode had Cristal at all. Nobody had the Cristal, which was refreshing. If Redman would have opened his refrigerator and been like, I got these I got these uh, fish fillets, also got to have the Cristal. Like, okay, how are you living, Redman? I don't know. Frozen fish next to the Cristal. <laughs> it pairs really well. It's beautiful. It, it's a great pairing. You throw and, on the George Foreman, you pour a little Cristal on it. It's great. Pam Anderson just got the Cristal and sippy cups for her kids. <laughs> Just wrecking their power wheels all over the place. (laughs) Who finally come back from their nomad trip into the (laughs) motorcycle club that they joined. They can't fall asleep unless they have their crystal. (laughs) What I did like about Chris Angel is he is a huge magician, obviously. And so he's like, I got Houdini's actual handcuffs. And then he had, (laughs) here's how full full of himself Chris Angel is. He has Houdini's handcuffs, but then also much bigger, his own straight jacket. Yeah. It's also where like anybody that owns a straight jacket that not that's not a magician is crazy. Like either <laughs> that's their jacket or it's just weird that they have a straight jacket. <laughs> I like that he went into his theater and he has had like this is my friend and we don't learn anything about the friend. This thing like, will blow your socks off. Like whatever. <laughs> He's like he set up my home theater. It'll it'll really rock your world. And then he doesn't demonstrate any of it. He's like no. all right. It's weird because, like, at a certain point, oh, you're going to just show us how it plays TV like we think it does? Like, (laughs) in some of these weird episodes, like the Cribs episodes where you're like, oh, yeah, I guess the motorcycle is just, you just ride it. It's not even special, but, you know, 
Yeah, we did go to his cars. Mm-hmm. Where he's like, I kind of have a car collection. And he's like, there's like 50 cars. Again, how much are we paying magicians? Because I'm not saying we need to raise the minimum wage, but we need to pay magicians left. Or <laughs> we need to pay magicians less. I feel like there's a, a severe wage gap in magicians. <laughs> There is Chris Angel, then there's birthday party magician. Then there's the guy that I hired at my wedding to walk around to do close-up magic. It was the dopest shit I've ever seen. Like, that guy was Chris Angel. I don't know why I got so into it, but I was like, okay. How much did, if you don't mind me asking, how much did you pay that guy? I don't remember. It was like, probably like $100 an hour, so he two or $300 to just walk around and do magic for people. And the thing is, I was so busy at it that I didn't even get to see it. But other people, <laughs> like my nephews were like, we loved them. They were like following him around. So he did like, he had to like do different tricks, which is good because he needs to earn that hundred dollars now. <laughs> I bet if we went to his house, we'd probably be just disgusted at how much wealth he actually has. God, how many weddings did he do today? (laughs) I have a friend who does magic and did like illusions and he made like a ton of money doing like college shows Mm -hmm. back when you could like do that before. Yeah. Yeah, So magic's where it's at. Everybody loves, loves magic. You don't have to be magic's rarely offensive. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's usually very sexy if you're Chris Angel doing it (laughs) and people love it. Well, and we, t- I, I made a list of his cars because he said 50, over 50 cars and motorcycles. So this is, this dude is Magic Jay Leno. <laughs> hey guys, how's it going? Hey, how you doing, folks? Uh, my, my freak. <laughs> I, I like to wear denim on denim. I got a denim straight jacket. <laughs> but he has a Bugatti, which is like a car that anybody, if you have a Bugatti, you've made it. But that's like not even like his nicest cars. Like I like fast cars, luxury cars, choppers, Rolls Royce. He's got choppers, go karts, and a Hummer. Uh, out of all those, I'm also I'm kind of like I want to ride those go karts. I know that's <laughs> the dumbest thing ever. <laughs> no, I thought the same thing. I, I play a lot of Mario Kart, mm-hmm. so I was like, I bet he could fucking take a shelf with that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the the motorcycle that was like the skeleton uh like rib cage like he bought it out like i'm sure if there's a crossover of orange county choppers and chris angel oh yeah they're definitely friends they've hung out at the same parties and they're the, that part of the episode is uh, they got to get the the motorcycle to the magic show before the <laughs> deadline Every, why do people need these motorcycles so quick why is there always a deadline on the show besides just drama i really miss the peak of like early 2010s A&E shows like Storage Wars, mm-hmm. which they brought back like Storage Wars. Then there was Shipping Wars, where it's like, we're entertained watching these dudes bid on jobs to tote shit across the country. Yeah, I, this is we... keeping me from getting a job, watching these people work. <laughs> there was one guy, he's like, he had the hall like something for the Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum and he had to like unload it in busy New York City. Like, why would you take that job? And you you took it for like, what, $2,500? That seems like too much work. And we watched it. I know we watched it and we loved it the entire time. (laughs) Those those are like those working man shows where it was like, (laughs) I could, it's kind of pimp my ride to like Axemen to, we've recently been watching Swamp, people or yeah uh, is it swamp people yeah i think so where they every episode is them killing gators 
<laughs> and we're like, man, we feel bad for these gators, but then they're like, overpopulation is threatening the swamp. And I'm like, yeah, kill these gators. <laughs> uh, me and my girl, me, me and Stephanie got uh, on a binge of Forged in Fire, mm-hmm. which is the just sword people- making the. Yeah, just- yeah, one of our friends and one of her students actually was on there from Evansville, and he mm-hmm. got, like, second place. So that, that was cool to see, but it's like, I don't know how they're making these. How do they know all these different types of metal folding and swords? And at the end of it, like, they just take these women and, like, stab pigs. I was like, yeah, you fucking show those pigs. And, <laughs> and then the guy goes, it will kill. And I was like, yeah, it will. It'll kill everything. Yeah, it's it's yeah. I, that show I've never gotten into because I've, like, I've never been into, like, uh, blacksmithing shows which is i guess the only one <laughs> it's, it's a very small genre of one show uh it is forge and fire i like it just because i like watching them stab ballistics gel dummies that's mm-hmm. one of like my that's one of my guilty pleasures because i watched deadliest warrior on spike tv mm-hmm. they're always like would the aztec warrior beat the gladiator and they're like we're just gonna have we're just gonna do a bunch of routine tests on these gel dummies to see who's got more power that's like that they th- who do you think would win a shark or a bear well, like, well <laughs> where is the fight happening first of all <laughs> it is happening at wrestlemania <laughs> <laughs> they're in the air nobody has an advantage <laughs> we're on neutral ground we have we have put an apparatus on the shark so he can walk and breathe on land they're suspended like over a child's crib (laughs) fight first off who is the child and what did he do to deserve this uh it's chris angel's child and he he deserves it because he's chris angel's child And that is his closing <laughs> trick at the Luxor in Las Vegas. Will he let his child be killed in a bear versus shark fight? Couple of comments. Uh, somebody said he missed a chance to say this is where the magic happens. Exactly. He had it all <laughs> set up. I, if you're a magician on your own cribs, do some magic shit, Chris Angel. Like walk on water like you do. Do something crazy. Yeah. I, if you came to my cribs episode and I was a magician, I would just end up pulling out all the shit from the closet that I hid <laughs> so you wouldn't think I was a junkie like uh, like Redmond. I would just start pulling, like, I would start pulling scarves out of people's mouths for no reason without their consent and be like, hey, what's that? Uh, <laughs> uh, I used the that? extra long one. We got to get it out before he dies. <laughs> yeah, Chris Angel, I think of all the ones we watched, Chris Angel's up there with Hulk Hogan. With just the most vulgar display of wealth I've mm-hmm. ever seen in my life. Do you, who do you think is richer, Hulk Hogan or Chris Angel? <sighs> Honestly, probably Chris Angel. It's it's weird because Hulk Hogan had that lawsuit thing, so it's hard. To, I'm just gonna Google it. Net worth. Uh, so Hulk Hogan saying his net worth is 25 million dollars. Chris Angel was I remember last night was 50 million dollars. So Chris Angel is worth more? I guess. And I guess probably because his success is more recent than Hulk Hogan's. Yeah. And Hulk Hogan definitely gets money for appearances and stuff. But yeah, Chris Angel, does is Chris Angel still doing magic? Is he does he still do stuff? Well, that and that leads to me to the the final comment that I got from well, there's two more. I'll say this. Uh somebody says this is literally some middle-aged truck driver's second life character brought to life. <laughs> <laughs> you could create and this is a very uh Grand Theft Auto character, by the way, is Chris Angel. <laughs> um, and then that somebody said, uh, which leads to your question, this guy fell off hard. Haven't heard from him in years. 
I, which is the shitty. I hate seeing these kind of comments on anybody, whether I like people or not, mm-hmm. because I haven't heard from him in years. What do you think he's going to text you? <laughs> Be like, are you on his mailing list? Hey, is, is he turd boy four two seven? Hey, <laughs> are you around? Let me check in with you. Would you like to see me do some illusions? <laughs> and then I would looked at his schedule. He's still got a show in Vegas. All of them, all the shows now have been canceled. So I, I assume it's COVID related. Uh, but he's still got a show. This dude is so rich. And this guy is just talking. So haven't heard from this rich man in years. He's probably being rich. That's what he's doing. <laughs> I hate these kinds of comments. He still has residuals from like DVD sales if his shit ends up on like Hulu or Netflix. Like he gets all that money. Mm-hmm. He's he had a brand. I'm sure he has more than just magic. He probably has like Chris Angel real estate. You saw his office chair. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he wants to a- shut down the youth center and make a ski <laughs> resort or whatever he wants to do. He wants to he probably has a bunch of Dogecoin right now. He's fine. <laughs> He's doing fine. I haven't heard from so and so in years. Oh, you mean that millionaire that has has doesn't have to do anything? You're dumb. I, I dated a girl uh, who was like super into Chris Angel, so we had to watch a lot of Chris Angel. And I was like, "This is, I don't need to be here when you're like masturbating to Chris Angel. Like, I can go do something else. Like, Creaming I don't your need- jeans over head <laughs> levitating. <laughs> like, I love that Chris Angel on his show would just like basically assault people like hey you gonna watch this trick and they're like no and he's like all right and then he's like fucking fly away like a demon like, <laughs> like get away from me chris angel i don't want that in my life oh shit you the devil <laughs> there were several times where where very sassy black women said that and they were the best part of that episode <laughs> oh no lord you the devil <laughs> you got satan in you or, and it's it just like a card trick. Like, <laughs> is this your card? Oh, Lord, no, <laughs> no. They say that'd be funny if they found somebody, some outrageous clip of somebody saying that and cut it in with every boring magic trick. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he's he pulling rabbits out of hats. Don't like it. Do <laughs> not like it. No, sir. Well, uh, Gavin, check out his uh, channel on YouTube called Gavin Loves Horror. Yes, please do that. And check out Brent at BrentComedy.com. I'll plug oh, man. you as well. We, we're cr- we're talk about cross-promotion. I know. Look at this. It's synergy. Anything else you want to plug or any final comments? Uh, No, I've enjoyed doing this. If you want to do another one, make it a trilogy. Trilogy. Uh... And yeah, listeners, send us your input. Maybe We've... we should... Do one of your favorite episodes. We have enjoyed watching Red Man and Chris Angel. And I love going back and revisiting this and just talking the most shit about people who have more money than all of us. Yeah. I can't believe she collects chandeliers. Yeah. What a what a lame hobby to have. <laughs> what a lame rich thing to do. <laughs> well, uh, again, as I closed out the last one, Gavin, uh, it's time. Uh, y'all got to get the hell up out of here. And then I'll slow pan back. I'll just walk away. (laughs) And be careful because the cops will be on your ass. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, man. Thanks, Brent.